0: We got our Royals insider, Josh Vernier, joining us now. And Vern, Yarbrough was a name you had mentioned to us over and over. Barlow's not going to surprise anybody. When you look at who the Royals were able to move, I mean, these were these were the names that I think a lot of us expected them to be able to move. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and you're hopeful that the return will uh, bear fruit for this franchise. You're you're happy that despite Scott Barlow's recent struggles, he's, he's still able to bring you a guy that ranks top ten in your farm system according to – MLB.com. Um, you know, the, I was just talking with JT. The, the the guy that surprised me was was Jose Quas. The fact that you were able to get something yeah. for him a, a few days ago. Uh, but yeah, Yarbrough, Barlow. Happy that as we discussed, you were able to get um, a player for Nicky Lopez and uh, the guy that we're going to watch tonight, Cole Regans. Uh, that that to me is the. I don't want to say the biggest prize because you hope the 17 year old or the 19 year old or the two 21 year olds. You hope they. Uh, become stars, but Cole Reagans might be the prize of this trade deadline. Uh, So so a pretty big start tonight, his second in the big leagues, and now he's in the rotation, so he's going to have two months to make his case that he should be in the rotation and help give some of us some belief into (laughs) 2024.
0: And what did you think of the the balance in all these moves going back to the Chapman one as well? Like, if you're an organization, you know their farm system is not in great shape. You know your big league club is is pacing for history, unfortunately, in terms of losses. And yet, when you look at the moves, it seems like in some of them they did focus in on just truly getting the best trade possible, and they got some A-ball guys. In other moves, they clearly got some guys that maybe, like Velasquez, that has a chance to be on the big league club later this season.
1: Yeah, and, and um you know the 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 players that are over the age of 26 you know you 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 hope for the best even Velasquez again I'm just mentioning how surprised I was that he got something in return for Jose Quas, so I'm really not holding my breath at the 24-year-old, sure, that has shown pop in the minor leagues, but Nate Eaton shows pop in the minor leagues. Uh, what, what do sure. you do in the big leagues? Uh, we'll see what he does, and hopefully he gets every day at-bats before this season is complete. Um, yeah, you, you, you're you're hopeful for the young arms, but honestly, I think what we should be doing now is looking back at last year's trade deadline, understanding that J.J. wasn't in complete control, but you need time to to judge just like I'm not going to be able to judge uh, you know Rony Cabrera or Hank Williams or any of the other guys you acquired yesterday really not going to be able to dive deep into them for a few years you look back at last year's trade deadline and it uh, sure does look like a win
2: when you look at um, the just number of moves for and I, I don't know the exact number of years but you've been covering this team for a decade is this the most active they have been in a single year transaction wise ever Oh boy! In your um, run, yeah, I um, I I I don't know. I
1: I'm being prisoner of the moment. I'm certainly at the trade deadline. I I can't remember them unloading five players uh, the way that they did. So I so I think the answer is yes. But again, some of you know the Taylor Hearn. Uh, the the lefty that you got from the Angels, you know, yeah, Tucker I'm, Davidson, yeah, yeah, you're know, good. Hey, welcome to the team. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I expect you on the team in 2025. So that's not, you know, for for as much as you want to talk about, yeah, they 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 got some guys for the future and some guys for the present. The guys that you got for the present, uh, respectfully, uh, fit right in. You know, they're they're, they're not they're <laughs> the they're not players. anything that you're getting all that excited about. Now, as I say that. The way that you become the Rays is by turning Jason Adam, a a guy that I know I couldn't stand uh, when he was a Royal (laughs) the last time, could not stand watching him pitch. It was maddening. Rays turn him into a star. They've done that with a lot of relievers. The Royals are going to need to do that. Guys that I scoff at when you bring them in, turn them into a player. That's how you go from a small market doormat to a small market power is uh, winning in the margins by that Tucker Davidson turning into something despite the fact that, uh, you know, my, uh, my bald ass is sitting here putting him down.
2: <laughs> oh, we've all been there. Um, we've all we've all certainly made those decisions. But when you look at Vern, the big moves that he was talking about, I think, first off, I think he seemed excited about the possibility of it, which I think is a positive sign out of JJ. Sure. But we know one of those was Salvi. Was the other yeah, one Singer? Who do you think it was? If
1: you're, yeah, Salvi, of course. You can clear $20 million off your books. <laughs> yeah, that would excite <laughs> me if I'm a general manager. No he doubt seemed about borderline
2: it. giddy about it, like talking about how close they were on some of these bigger deals. I know Salvi was one, but it sounded like there was a second player. Who do you think it was? Uh, Carlos
1: Hernandez. I mean, he mentioned Zach Granke, Brady Singer, of course. We know uh, Andy Rogers put it out there that uh, the Dodgers came uh, calling about Brady Singer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. One of the names that they should be entertaining and guys that you should move this off season. Talking about Salvi, talking about Brady Singer, those guys should be moved this off season. Now, I also want to caution everyone to pump the brakes. As someone that covered the Green Bay Packers for a while. Uh, they were the best at this as the trade deadline passed and it's oh, we almost got fill in the blank, great wide receiver. They always did that. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm not saying that's what JJ's doing. Again, you look at his track record. He's had a very nice trade deadline last year, a nice off season this year. Chadman and Yarbrough, you flip them both into prospects. That seems to me, in a evaluation season, like a nice off season for Piccolo, but until you trade Salvador Perez and stand up there and answer the questions from people crying from the television media and the you know beat writers or whoever it might be that'll be brokenhearted <laughs> when Salvador Perez is traded uh, let's see that happen let me see you part with Brady Singer because it's easy to talk about but pulling the trigger and parting with Will Myers parting with uh, you know Brandon Finnegan getting rid of Sean Manaya that that when it's your name at the top it's easier said than done. I need to see him pull the trigger.
0: We, when we had J.J. on, he, he did acknowledge, though, some of these conversations, though, might put them Vern in, in a better spot in the offseason to get a deal like that done. Like It has right. to happen, but perhaps that, that this sets the, the table for an offseason that I know you've discussed with Salvi or Brady Singer, but also packaging players to go get you know, a front-end rotation type of player. Do you still sure. believe that's the only way they can do that this offseason? If you look at the free agent crop of pitchers, not just the finances, but even the names, they don't really excite you.
1: Uh, well, I think with opt-outs, those names, I think there's going to okay. be many more um, quality names on the market. Yeah, if they feel like spending, if they can't acquire that number one via a trade, I think they have to spend unless you're going to, come up with some other clever name for what 2024 is going to be. You know, this is a valuation season. This is uh, let's check one more time season. I, I, no, you, you need to address the pitching. Uh, now, trade is the most likely. And, and why, you know, Salvador Perez isn't traded yesterday and is more likely to be traded in the offseason is because all the bad teams can now get into the conversation. It's no longer a do you want Salvi? for 40 million dollars um, for 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 two and a half seasons and he jumps into a playoff race for a good team which is you know four teams I think Yankees, Rays, Rangers and Marlins are the squads that would uh, you know be interested in a guy like Salvador Perez sure. prior to yesterday's deadline but this offseason you can throw in the White Sox you can throw in almost half the league because you get an immediate leader uh, a guy that sets a standard for a clubhouse your catching position the middle of your lineup is set for the next two seasons and he joins you in spring training and can create that camaraderie with his teammates it's much easier to flip Salvi in the offseason and then also you got to take into account that I don't believe this can be viewed as a money dump um, because I'm not trying to bend over backwards for ownership and excuse money dumps now we, we talked about Nikki Lopez why mm-hmm. that is a money dump and why that's an understandable money dump Uh, Salvador Perez is all in. This is a guy that has said, okay, yeah, you know what? Freddie does deserve a few more at bats. Yeah, I will play first base. I will be a DH. Salvi's doing the right thing. So if you're going to part with him, Royals, I need you to eat twenty twenty-five million dollars so you can get that top prospect or you can get that number one starting pitcher. This can't be a, hey, we'll take some double A left fielder. Who's if too you old? Take the entirety of this forty-six some odd million dollars that remain.
2: Vern, now that we're past the All Star or not, now that we're past the trade deadline, what are the two or three things you think you're most interested in watching for the Royals the rest of the way? Because Bobby Wood Jr. playing like a star is at least probably at the top of my list.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, um, you know, I I, I hate to say that the evaluation is complete on Bobby, that that seems somewhat premature, but everything that I have marveled at when it comes to Salvador Perez, the fact that he's the same guy every single day with that positivity, that energy, that standard, that work ethic, even though his team's 20, 30, 40 games below 500 and he's banged up, uh, that kind of love for the game and the work, Bobby has that, and Bobby's 10 years younger. It's um, So So I was going to say, you know, the, the professionalism, right? M- most teams right now are, are either getting a kick in the nuts as you trade away your best players, or you're getting a jolt of energy because Max Scherzer walks through the door, or Justin yeah. Verlander is suddenly <laughs> your teammate again. Uh, how do these young Royals, Um, And I want to say outside of Bobby and maybe even Michael Garcia, but how do these other young Royals, how do you finish this season? We got a third. I mean, one whole third of the season still remains. You got a chance to make some uh, big moves, make some big statements for a spot on the 2024 team. So the professionalism of the young batters, do they start giving away at bats because we're out of it? It's a million degrees. All All we do is lose. They've won four in a row, so it seems like the answer is no. Uh, that, to me, is number one. Cole Reagans would probably be number two all by himself. He could answer, you know, he, he could be what we've hoped Daniel Lynch would be. You know, Lynch, just injury-wise, we're not able to bank on him right now for the opening day roster in 2024. But Cole Reagans might be able to give us some solace in that fact that there's going to be a lefty, whether it's Lynch or Reagans. <laughs> we will have one lefty in that top three of the rotation.
0: A third of the season—that's that's a lot of on-deck shows still yeah, to go. Yeah, that's Vern. daunting, isn't it? When you <laughs> put <play laughs> it that way. <laughs> Woo, my And goodness. Mahomes
1: is happening. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, yeah, right around the corner. Preseason Thursday, Vern. Tomorrow, preseason football, baby. Canton, oh, uh, Ohio. It was nice knowing you. Maybe, guys. maybe uh-huh. you
2: can win the Mega Millions, and then you could just, you know. Nobody won last night. I, sadly, I would still—I w- I would finish out the season <laughs> even if I won. <laughs> and and then would you know, buy nice. the team and spend four hundred million dollars in payroll like everyone wants? You know. Uh I joined the ownership group. <laughs>
1: there
0: you go. But I don't
2: think I would buy the team. Sitting co- comfy in the uh the suites. That's that's the way to live.
1: Yeah, just go out to the mailbox and grab the check every once in a while. <laughs> that's yep. all
0: you need. <laughs> Fern, appreciate it, man. That's uh